0: And we're talking about music. Again. As, again. <laughs> surprise! This week, <laughs> we got riveting news We're talking about music. Uh, this week, we are uh, talking about the album A 20-something Fuck from the artist Two Feet. It's the album that we listened to over the, the past week uh, for our, our Discovery show thingy, because I was, I was feeling some vibes from some of the last couple albums that Joey picked with Ray Brown. And still woozy. It was kind of kind of in that pocket sort, sort of thing. And uh, I just felt like doing it. I hadn't actually listened to a lot of his stuff. But I'd heard the bigger hits from his collection. And I was like, yeah, I like that sound. I'm down to like, pick an album. And this is the one that I, that I chose. He does have a newer one um, that came out last year. But I hadn't heard as much of it as I'd heard this one. So that's why we did this one. The album art, pretty simple. It's just a photograph of the artist. I don't know his name. I really should know this. It's uh, um, Bill something. Yeah, it's Bill something. And <laughs> I'm assuming you know that for the same reason I do. So I guess to that end, uh, a mild content uh, disclaimer. There, there might be some discussion of like suicide and stuff. So if that's a trigger for you, you might want to skip this episode. But uh, we'll get to that when we get there. Here's your opportunity to get away. But the album art is just a a photograph of him with some blue lighting on him. It looks like, I don't think it was edited to have blue on him. I think it was just like, he was standing next to something that was emitting blue light. You can see in the background, it looks like more kind of neon blue lights happening that might be in a foreign language. I can't really tell if that's what's happening or if it's like light shining through blinds or something on the wall behind him, Or if he's uh,
1: just emanates a blue light constantly.
0: Maybe he's an alien. Maybe.
1: Maybe he's only two feet tall. That's why he named himself Two Feet.
0: He's an alien. Yeah. And it's he, he use, he's making bluesy kind of music because he's blue. dabba dee dabba die.
1: Oh, shit, dude. Full circle. Back, Full circle. Back to Eiffel 65. Is that a 65? Is it that?
0: It's, that sounds like the right numbers. Eiffel something, John yeah. would yell at me. But he doesn't <laughs> listen to our podcast, so he'll never know. Well, fuck you, John. <laughs> uh, But yeah. Um, that is that with all of that out of the way, we're going to go ahead and get into the album. Sure. If, if we only had some sort of introduction segue that we could use to like intro the album and the and track know, listing, you know, I think we might, because I think it just happened. <laughs> it sure did. Track number <laughs> one is intro Joey. Yeah. What what did, what did you, how do you feel about so, the intro?
1: Oh, so I feel a little, it, it feels kind of somber, you know, starting off, <laughs> uh, I, I like the vibe of the intro track. It's got something I have like heard. Plenty of albums start off with a with a voicemail. but this one does, I like the way I like his mixing though. Yeah. Like I looked past the the vo- the starting off with a voicemail thing, and I do like he's got. He starts off with like a lonely high piano key, just kind of ringing and piercing mm-hmm. through some silence at the beginning, and then it brings in uh some chords with the phone message and it's just i don't know it's it adds good ambience i guess yeah a good atmosphere to start the album off with
0: it reminds me of something and i, I didn't make the connection until you were just talking about it but it reminds me a bit of uh the blue october s- single that was a yep. huge hit hate me the hate me yeah because uh, he, he kind of does a similar thing with that song which i fucking love that song hell yeah i love that album but yeah, that that's just a connection that just snapped in my mind. Yeah.
1: There's but, a song that Jason Mraz does uh, with, uh, what's his name? James Morrison. I can't remember I what know. it's called. It's whatever song was off uh, that album that got really big back in the day. <laughs> I,
0: I don't know any Jason Mraz <laughs> but except was... for the one. Is it a ukulele song? I'm yours. Is that Jason yeah,
1: Mraz? Yeah,
0: that's him. And that, then it's the album. That's him, the album
1: that the song I'm talking about is <laughs> off of, but I can't exactly remember what it's called right
0: now good on you jason mraz i guess i don't know if i like you as a musician or a person because i know nothing about you <laughs> but, but yeah I, I think it's cool it's it's just uh i don't know it kind of sets the tone yeah i guess for the album pretty well but i also feel like the second track also does that so i feel like there's kind of a double introduction happening on this album as kind of like an album critique but yeah this one's just it's a voicemail presumably from his ex where she's just kind of like saying like yeah like we both knew something was up so we decided to take a break and now that we've taken this break I'm I'm kind of realizing that like maybe we shouldn't get back together maybe this is this is just quits.
1: Yeah, I me. feel like this is a two-part intro like this is the setup and then the reaction comes in the next song or or like this is like I don't know, like the intro is almost like a prologue and right. then the next song is like the intro.
0: Yeah, so he's kind of like he he, you're hearing what she had to say yeah and then it's it's obviously affecting you in some way as an artist as someone that was in the relationship and then you you get a chance to to retort as you will and, and you get to say something in response
1: yeah yeah and then what you say is that we're gonna start talking about track number two
0: Right, so let, let's start track talking tracking let's tracking. start talking about track number two which is you say
1: <laughs> i honestly until halfway through that i didn't understand what was happening and then i was like
0: i mean that's the way it is with all of our segues <laughs> it's like, oh my god <laughs> nobody understands where we're going with anything we're saying until we're there which makes our segues both fantastic and awful <laughs> <laughs> well this yeah. one so this yeah. one I'll uh
1: yeah I'll say that's what I'll say (laughs) uh so it starts off it's got like some echoey clean guitar I like his guitar I'll just go ahead and start like I like the fact that he is pretty guitar forward in a lot of his stuff Mm -hmm. uh it's got like some there's some heavy effects but it's not like distortion he's got like a lot of like reverb and echo and his guitar just sounds very like drippy but he also plays it in a way that it's it sounds really like attacky or like clappy or something yeah there's a, a very plucky almost uh but yeah so it he's just got like some echoey clean guitar and it starts out it's
0: over like a slow it's like a slow trap beat yeah uh, with like it's kind of his like aesthetic yeah that's yeah. kind of his style that he's curated is kind of like that the big echoey reverb guitar over like some kind of simple-ish trap beat kind of thing
1: well, he's doing it, man. He's he's he doing is. it. He's doing it right here on this track right now. <laughs> but uh, uh, this song, like, I don't know. I, I like the, the synths in the background that sound like a string type thing going mm-hmm. on. He's got a good vibe. I like that he sets it up. I know we had talked about this vocal practice. I think it was in the Chevelle episode but this song it's just got three kind of verses or choruses i don't know but it's the same lines repeated three times yeah and i can't remember exactly which episode we were talking about it in but i (laughs) know it works here because of the way that he sets his songs or the way the the atmosphere he tries to make with the songs
0: right because as i mentioned in the last one this is kind of like the musical intro to the album, I suppose, whereas the last one kind of like sets the the scene. It sets the context. This is kind of like introducing the musical styling of the album. I think it's kind of slowish. It kind of almost makes me feel drunk. Like I feel like the song is slower than it actually is in some way where there's kind of this weird distortion happening when I listen to it. I'm not totally crazy about the song, but I think it serves its purpose as kind of an introduction thing. Um, but yeah, the lyrics, like you said, it's just the same thing repeated. He says, I think that I'm falling now. You said that I'm crazy now. I know you can sleep around. I've been dragging you on the ground, which is obviously it, it seems like his immediate reaction to kind of being dumped by yeah. this chick where there's 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 not a whole lot being said. There's not a lot of depth that we need to, to analyze, but it's just kind of his like his gut reaction, I think, to the whole situation.
1: Yeah, which I mean, it can make you feel like you're you're drowning whenever you're stuck in that sort of. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah, like of... if if you get dumped, you, you, it, it's it's sad. There's a lot of a lot of rain falling down on you, perhaps. <laughs> rain yeah, from your tears. You, rain from your tears. Rain that is your tears. Uh, that can, like you said, make makes you feel like you're drowning. Like track number three, I titled like "I Feel Like I'm Drowning." <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> <laughs> this was the lead <laughs> single for this album. I feel like it got a decent amount of play in various outlets i don't listen to radio so i don't know if it got radio play yeah and furthermore i don't think there's a radio station around here that would play this kind of music anyway
1: definitely so. not unless you went across the river maybe maybe kind over across there somewhere. The river. but yeah. even then maybe not i don't know i've never heard any of his songs
0: yeah he, ever he's, in my life. i don't know i i don't want to say he's a youtube artist but i found him through youtube yeah so but i, I guess that's kind of it's kind of weird as a, as a sidebar. I don't want to like spend a lot of time on this, but like that's kind of how a lot of music curation is going now. Like previously it used to be on the radio, right? You would listen to the radio and and you would hear new songs and then you would look into those artists. But now it's more like, I guess, because everything's online and digital and stuff, it, platforms like YouTube and Spotify and stuff, they they curate those playlists for you. And it's just, I don't know. It's it's kind of an interesting culture shift, I suppose. Yeah,
1: definitely. And it seems like it's weird because I, I mean, you notice. I don't listen to too much YouTube music, but like between right. SoundCloud and uh, yeah, SoundCloud's great at discovering. Yeah. yeah, I feel like SoundCloud's good at it. Spotify sometimes is good at it, mm-hmm. and then there was like I don't I don't know what like. Apple streaming is like right. what what their thing is if they have their own I think it's Apple Music. Apple Music. Yeah, I've never really like cuz I don't have it's Apple products. So I I don't really know, but it seems like each outlet kind of has a different style or focuses on That's a true. different thing. Like it seems like Spotify gets a lot of like like they do their top 100s and stuff, but they're very much a playlist right. heavy thing like they get people to make playlists for them to curate like a mood or an atmosphere. SoundCloud is about like bringing you like who's new, who's going to be big. Who do we think is maybe like this person only has a thousand people that listen to him, but they're going to be great at, or they are great. And we really think you'll like them, which I like, I like that, but
0: yeah, I'm, I'm going to write this down. Cause I do want to talk about this more in depth. Um, fuck. I need to find my, my notepad, but um yeah, this was this was a lead single. This wasn't the first song that I heard from him, but this was one of the other big songs I heard when I discovered him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got some like kind of crashing sea wavy intro kind of a thing. That it sounds like it's kind of getting a nice kind of cold touch, perhaps. Uh, the verses have a pretty simple guitar riff and some like light snapping, kind of like again the simple trap beat kind of deals. Uh, and he actually sings a bit more in this one. His yeah. voice has some more emotion in this track. Uh, which I, I really like. I like his voice. He he kind of has like... He doesn't go all in. Like, I don't know. I guess if I'm analyzing the vocalist, something like Corbin has a lot of emotion mm-hmm. and a lot of power that he's putting into it. And This is kind of the other end of the spectrum where there's still a good amount of emotion, but he's not really like belting anything. He's just kind of like singing to himself in a way.
1: Yeah, like I don't want to say... And he gives off it, like, I don't want to say he sounds defeated or something, but it sounds like he's on the other end of how the emotions are affecting him. Like, Corbin, you can tell, like, I don't know, it's like he's lashing out, like, he's in such a state of, like, I guess depression or sadness that he, yeah, pain, that he's, like, lashing out, where with two feet, it's like he's got the pain, but it's, like, caused him to retreat inward, so he's more quiet, I guess, but I do like the way that I like the expressiveness of his voice. Uh,
0: I mean, which it it kind of lends itself well to the the context of the album and the music where like, he's clearly upset that he got dumped. Yeah. But maybe there's some more things going on. I mean, obviously there's some more things going on that we'll talk to. We'll get into that. (laughs) We'll get, we'll get into that. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's, it sounds like he's sad. Yeah. And, it, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's like a, it's a nice texture to layer onto the music being kind of sad and, and bluesy. He uses a lot of like bluesy, clean guitar licks and stuff that I just, I really like. And then he has these thick, synthy basses that he, he layers on top. And it's, it's kind of a nice compliment. Yeah. In, in my mind with like just two pleasant sounds. I really like a lot of thick, bassy, like EDM and, and trap and dubstep and stuff like that. But I also really like blues rock. I mean, blues rock is is a huge part of my upbringing and and most people i guess in this area at least if you listen to rock music you listen to like led zeppelin and shit like that where it's kind of blues inspired rock music so i kind of like the the blend of yeah. that with the kind of it's it's kind of like a merging of worlds in my opinion
1: it's crazy that you say Led Zeppelin because I was literally about to bring up Led Zeppelin because <laughs> the chord progression in like the chorus of this song mm. is like that slow descending where it's going down like a yes. half step each time. And it it's, makes me think of Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You uh, yeah. where it's got that Babe, babe, babe. Like, the song's are just going like, duh, like, and then down a half step. I can't do it. Mm, yeah. I,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if you have not listened to Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You by Led Zeppelin, stop this episode, pause it, come back to it, go listen to that song, because that's a fantastic song by a fantastic band.
1: Exactly. And <laughs> this song is like what I would imagine somebody writing nowadays, if yeah. like somebody was going to write that song now they would do it like this way and that's kind of just where my head went whenever i was listening to it
0: well i'm, I'm glad we both made some led zeppelin i actually i didn't actually call out led zeppelin in my notes but i, I mean they're kind of like the, the the forefathers of that kind of like blues rock kind of a thing and especially like jimmy page is a fantastic guitarist at writing a lot of like really clean sounding blues licks and while this isn't exactly the same style of guitar playing. Yeah, and leads the there's definitely it, it's they're in the same ballpark, I think. Man, you're gonna get so much heat for that. I, I'm not. I'm definitely not saying that, that two feet is as good of a guitarist as Jimmy Page. Just to be clear, I, I fucking love Jimmy Page. He's yeah. he's a goddamn legend. He's a guitar hero. Two feet is is not that, but they're they're both kind of they're both in in the bluesy kind of like lick based music, I guess. <laughs> Bring on the hate. Leave, talking, us some, leave us some comments. Talking about the lyrics really quick, okay? <laughs> yeah, anyways, lyrics is a bit, it's a bit of a hate track. He's, I mean, he's talking shit about his ex. Yeah. Is what it, what it seems to me. Where yeah. she, she seems like she's fake and doesn't have a lot of personality.
1: Yeah, see, I didn't know if... I was going to try to go with like a through line, like telling a story until about halfway through the song, where this song was going to be yeah. from another person's point of view talking about him, but then... i just couldn't spin it that way (laughs) so yeah it's just talking about like somebody being in a toxic relationship with a toxic person being like i'm gonna get out of here you're not like this is not working at all i don't know what the fuck's going on with your life but you need to stop being the way you're being and uh, i'm gonna get out of here before you take
0: me down with you at least that's the plan yeah Uh, yeah this album is kind of that's kind of like the root of this album i think Is him kind of realizing that he has toxic relationships or a toxic relationship with another person and trying to to break out of that kind of thing, which I think everyone should. I think if you if you are in a position where there is a toxic element of your relationship, absolutely try to get the fuck out of it, because you're worth more than that. You don't you don't have to deal with someone that is constantly just putting you down or making you feel like shit. Like, he, this, that's why he feels like he's drowning when he's near them or around them because, like, it's it's just such an overwhelming, like, put down, I guess, of a person just putting a drain on them. And if someone makes you feel like that, get the fuck out.
1: And also, don't be that person. Like, try to have some self-awareness and be like, maybe I shouldn't be such a fucking dickbag all the time. <laughs> like, just a little bit of the time is fine because everybody is a little bit, but all the time?
0: No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't don't do that. And it's bad because, like, I don't know. It makes two feet. I, I, again, Bill, I guess is his name. Uh, it makes him kind of like he he's a very inward person, like we talked about with his vocals. It, it yeah. seems very like sedated and chilled. And so his his response to maybe as a musician to that kind of influence is to maybe he just feels like playing guitar and not singing because he he doesn't have the confidence to sing as much or as loudly or as prominently.
1: And you know. I mean, you know, like I'd kind of be okay with that because, given his music, like his styling so far, not that yeah. he would feel that way, but if if he wanted to just like if he just felt like playing guitar and not singing, I'd be right. I'd be fine with whatever music came out of that because then it would maybe end up sounding something like track four on this <laughs> album.
0: What's track four called? Uh,
1: felt like playing guitar and not singing.
0: Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Yeah, this one I really like this track. Hey, me Uh, too. First of all, it's it's. I mean, it says what it does on on the ten, right? Felt like guitar, or felt like playing guitar and not singing, where it's just kind of him. He's not really like like improvising or like freestyling on guitar, kind of a thing, but he he wrote a song without vocals on (laughs) it, and he wanted to release it as it is, and it's most as as a result of that, it's mostly just this kind of guitar and a beat under it with some, like, ambient noise for texture. Uh, the song builds up a lot. It kind of reminded me of, like, how a lot of house music is kind of structured, where there's it just, like, slowly adds a new layer every few bars. Yeah. Uh, but In this case, it's it's something added to the beat or something added to the guitars that just kind of, like, I don't know. It hits a nice groove about one minute in. It gives a, a chill beach vibe, kind of like a, a surfy kind of vibe to it. And then at one twenty, it kind of hits the chorus, I guess, of the song, which is kind of hard to, to define, saying as there's no lyrics, but it kind of hits the, the prominent arc of the song, I think, and it, it kind of brings in the, his signature sounding, like, thick bass and stuff, and he's he's just kind of playing his guitar to it. He's just soloing away. It's, it's nothing, like, crazy fast or, like, super, like, mind-melting kind of a thing, but it, it, it feels good. It's very yeah. chill, and I think... Modern music needs more guitar solos. So, you're for
1: it. (laughs) I mean, and it's, like you said, it's nothing like insane or anything, but it's just like, he's got a bluesy style. It's nice to have a little blues solo. Like, it's just something, uh, maybe I'm just too far out of the loop, but uh, there's, living where we're living, I hear, or at least back whenever I could go places and hear like more amateur bands, Mm -hmm. it sounds like, Everybody from the area just plays the same type of blues (laughs) that hasn't been updated in like 20 years. And it's just, it's nice to hear a blues solo with some updated stuff going on. And yeah, I, this was my favorite track off of the first half of the album. Why I'm picking why I'm dividing the albums into halves are <laughs> arbitrarily, like I don't know, but it's my f- well, favorite. This song. is the
0: halfway point in the album.
1: Yeah. So, it's it's like it's my favorite song so far, I guess. Is what Interesting. I would saying.
0: Yeah. So so that's implying that there is another song on the second half that you would also classify as a favorite song.
1: Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to get there and and find (laughs) out.
0: To get there, I I hope we don't have to hurt people along the way.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll probably hurt people no matter what. You already hurt people with that uh, Led Zeppelin comparison. (laughs)
0: Look, we've been over this. (laughs) Comparing artists doesn't necessarily mean that you're placing them on the same level of skill.
1: I know that and you know that, but they don't know that.
0: (laughs) They just get hurt. I I hurt people with my comments and people hurt people when they are hurt tend to hurt, to hurt other people. So there's kind of this, this, rippling wave effect that is talked about in track number five. I think. Wait a Which second. Hurt, hurt people.
1: Okay. Okay. I was getting really confused on what you were saying. Cause you said the words hurt and people so many times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> track number five is hurt people. It was a segue that never ended <laughs> as we do. Uh, and also if you haven't clicked away, this is, uh, I, I believe the, the song, yeah, that, it is. Yeah, that has the kind of suicide content. So if you stuck around this far and you're having second thoughts, maybe maybe back out now.
1: Or just stick your fingers in your ears, unless you're wearing. La, 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 la. Yeah, unless you're wearing headphones, then probably don't do that because that'll just make it louder. It's true. <laughs> well, well, I mean,
0: if you're wearing yeah, earbuds, if, you're, if you're earbuds, yeah, yeah. I, I I it took me a second to understand <laughs> that the content because I don't use earbuds ever.
1: But yeah, me either.
0: Ew. Earbuds. Ew. Earbuds. Gross. <laughs> yeah, Fucking hurt, hurt people. Uh, and I, I guess we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about it because we've, we've built it up so much at this point. Which, not that we're trying to what's the word, glorify or, yeah. or make it um, sensationalize. I guess. There is the you go. I was looking for. Not trying to sensationalize it or anything. But he released this song uh, the same day that he attempted to kill himself which is fucked up. He, he tweeted, he was saying goodbyes on Twitter. I think uh, I didn't really look into the story too much, but I think he was saying goodbyes and telling his friends some shit on, on Twitter. And he said that hurt people is a song I needed to make. Listen to the lyrics, listen to the lyrics, listen to, to my lyrics. Re listen to that song. It's new. My fans who know me have heard it. Other people need to hear it. Listen to the lyrics. of "Hurt people. I want to live. And the same day he tried to kill himself, which kind of seems counter to what he was saying. Yeah, But it also isn't because I don't know, someone that's in that mindset of like when when they're at such a low that they would attempt something like that and I'm probably going to offend people because there's no there's no clean, happy way to talk about suicide but I feel like people that are in that kind of mindset, they're not doing so necessarily out of like pity or out of anger or something it's that they're they're obviously not happy with their life and they want to to have a better option yeah living their life because their life isn't doing it and there's they feel like they don't have control over that they want to live but living is is maybe too much for them or they feel like they've they've wasted their attempt at living and and they don't see another way out is sad
1: Yeah, it is. It is sad, but existing is exhausting, and it just gets to people. Like I, I want to say that like there's a part of me that wants to be like life is sacred, and it's why would you do that? But I have I have enough wherewithal. I've lived on this earth long enough to know that it's bullshit. Like (laughs) it's complete total bullshit. Like sometimes life is just way, way, way too much. And right. you're like, maybe if I just do this, I won't have to ever feel any pain ever again for the rest of my life.
0: Right, but you won't have a life.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that—that's <laughs> the other side where it's yeah, like, it's okay, I will also literally never feel anything good ever again because I yeah. won't ever feel anything ever again. And man, it's fucked up. It—it it makes if,
0: you... if if you are, um, struggling. In, in such ways, please don't kill yourself, first of all. I yeah. Don't care who, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the shitty person that is toxic to someone else. Don't kill yourself. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you having this kind of epiphany that you're a toxic person, don't kill yourself. It's not worth it. You it's can change. Mu- yeah. It's much better to just be a better person
1: if you're that person. Right. Like I mean, I'm, I'm not going to tell somebody who's just straight up a good person and is also suicidal, <laughs> be a
0: better person. <laughs> <Right. on." laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely not. But there, there are alt- alternatives that yeah. will benefit you and it will benefit society. Like, I mean, it's, it's it's insane that to think, and maybe this is just my perspective on it, but it's, insa- insa- it's insane to think of an artist specifically committing suicide or, or dying. And it happens so often. Yeah, and which doesn't help, I think. But like, there's so much good that comes from creating. Right, creative people put their their themselves out there in front of everyone, and say, "This is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm expressing myself." And the fact that they do that, and then so often get overwhelmed with it, or get overwhelmed with other things, and they decide to stop that to stop sharing themselves in the most extreme way is it's just, it's sad because if two feet had succeeded, right, he would not have released an album last year. And that is sad to me because the world needs more music and I like his music. So I think it's good that he's still here to keep making music. And I guess that's a very selfish thing to say, but, but it's, it, it's, it's it, I don't know.
1: I mean, it proves though that there's always somebody like, cause It's so easy to whenever you're in the position that he was in, if somebody's like, "But think of the people who love you," or "Think of the people who whatever," and you're like, "Bullshit! Like whatever. I don't know. Like that. I don't have those people, or they don't. They they'd be better off." Or you convince yourselves of these things, but then to to hear somebody like you who's like. I would, I would greatly benefit from the album, or like I greatly benefited from the album that he put out, or I like the music, or whatever, whatever little joy, like. Right. And at a certain point, it does sound like, well, what if you are just living for other people? It's like, but that's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of you have to have a reason, yeah. Like it's kind of just like society, or we're all in this together, or whatever those like things you see on motivational posters say. Hang in like, there. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's cruel. <laughs> but uh, uh, like, I don't know. It's it's good to share yourself. It's sharing your your experience with other people through, especially through music, right. can do a ton of good. And I mean, sharing this song, sharing, not to say that it normalizes these feelings, but it lets people know that it's not... You're not, not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. And I mean, in his case, he ended up attempting it, but it's, you're not always too far gone, no matter right. how far gone you think
0: you are. I guess and I hope that he's in a better place now. I hope that that bill is okay. And he's going, I hope that he's going to continue to improve both as a musician and just as an emotional being, right. Yeah. To, to kind of help control those things. Yeah. Because as we've said several times in the past 10 minutes, like, it's not worth it. Stay alive. Take care of yourself. Take care of you in all aspects, both physically and mentally and emotionally and stuff like that. Because you don't... You ending your life is just hurting people. And hurt people hurt people, as the song says.
1: Yeah. And you're hurting yourself, literally and figuratively. Because, Indeed. Because but, there's, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about the music. We're going to get
0: back to the, 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 the content here. So, hurt people... It's a very poppy kind of radio friendly song, I think uh, musically at the very least, which is kind yeah. of an interesting contrast to the fact that he wrote this song and released it and then tried to kill himself. But uh, it has a, a female vocalist named Madison love, which immediately gets my attention because I love poppy female vocals <laughs> uh, for some reason, but she has very, very nice melodies and a very clean voice. Uh, there's a bit of a trappy beat that comes in with some big brass stabs. And i I've, mentioned this a handful of times, I think that I really enjoy those kind of big, low bassy brass kind of stabs that come in that the the chorus in this, it's kind of strange to me that the chorus is much more stripped down musically than the verses. Like the verses have so much more going on musically than the choruses when it's usually kind of the opposite, especially in a lot of pop songs. Um, But then you get this, this bluesy guitar solo that comes in before the second verse after the second chorus, and it's just it's it's fantastic i love it and then they come together and do like a duet thing at the end where they're both singing it together which isn't i guess technically a duet well i guess technically it's a duet because there's two people singing at once but uh i don't know it's it's a nice melding because in the rest of the song it's she does the chorus he does the verse and it alternates and then they both come together to do like a a final chorus kind of a thing together and it's just i don't know it's it's a nice melding
1: yeah I I've, I whenever I was listening to it, I saw the the differences. I don't know because the name of the next song, kind mm-hmm. of where you talked about the fact that this sounds more poppy and everything, right. given its subject matter. It kind of like whenever I was looking through the track listing, listening to the song, it like the next song made me think that he's intentionally like trying to be like this is my pop song. Like this is. Right this is the song that i don't know means a lot to him it's it's he wants it out there and it's just so much anti a pop song i guess yeah <laughs> that that he's doing it just like yeah this is what you're going to listen to but uh he it seems like her vocals are more focused where there's less music in the background or less harsh music in the background it's talking more just generally about the emotions related to it. Like yeah. talking about hurt people, hurt people and why are they used to the pain and that. And then it gets really gritty with his, cause like a trap beat comes in. He's, he, his voice is a little like harsher in this song. Yeah. And he's just talking about all the shit that he's done. Like how, how sick he feels. Why can't he just be open? He, why does he push people away? He's been thinking about killing himself and like, just all yeah. of this extremely dark stuff. And it just goes back to the chorus where it's kind of like her breathy tip, like female poppy vocals. Yeah. And then back, it's just like the dichotomy of uh, that's the part I like about this song.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a good point. And, and it, that goes right along with like how I said that the chorus is more stripped down because it's, it's her Madison Love singing very cleanly over like a very simple, melody in the background or whatever and then he comes in with the verses and it's a totally different story so yeah i I definitely like that that comparison i do think it's kind of strange not strange i guess it makes it doesn't make sense necessarily to me but he's talking about how he pushes other people away so that they don't get hurt by him because he feels like he's maybe being a toxic person or because he's hurting and he doesn't want to hurt other people because hurt people hurt people you know whatever um but in doing so that's also hurting them Right. If, if you're just pushing people away to, to, quote unquote, protect them from you, from yourself, like, A, it's, it's noble. I understand the intention, but it's it's not necessarily the right course of action, especially if you're hurting. Pushing other people away is not going to help you not hurt. And I, I think especially in this, maybe not in this situation specifically, but under these circumstances, having more people closer to you is the best way to get out of that hurt because people want to support you people want to help you through your shit
1: yeah like kind of in my head canon of this song he's realizing that he's becoming a person that is like the person he wrote about in. i feel like felt like yeah. drowning like not that he's i mean nothing in the song specifically seems to point to him actually being like that toxic of a person right in a but he thinks he is yeah And that's, he's like pushing people away and trying like, he's like, I I've known that in my own relationships and I don't want to be, I'm hurt. And if hurt people hurt other people, I'm pushing them away even though I need them.
0: Yeah. Which is fucked up. Let let people help you. If, if you are struggling with suicide or or depression or whatever, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for company. You know, I mean, obviously right now is kind of extreme times. But, uh, it's just knowing that someone is there for you can change your entire like perspective. And it, it's always good to have someone, even if they're, they they can not do anything to fix you, quote unquote, they can just them being there and, and offering to do whatever they can to help is just, it's, it's a warm, comforting thing that I think, uh, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, it's so common to push those people away when you're hurting, right? Like he's yeah. talking about in the song, but like you shouldn't, you should absolutely just like try your best to surround yourself with people that want to help you get better.
1: Yeah. And try to help other people get better. Cause then it, it kind of turns around.
0: Like it's true. You I maybe you can find purpose for yourself. If you're lacking that kind of directive or whatever, maybe you can find that, that purpose in helping other people. Get through the shit that you're going through, and then it'll be just kind of like a, a symbiotic relationship of people helping people to get through it because helped people help people.
1: Oh my god,
0: <laughs> uh, that's some shit. But yeah, we're I, I don't have a segue. We're gonna we're gonna move on to the next track because I feel like we spent like 20 minutes on this one track. We did, but uh, track number six not a radio song, as Joy mentioned. Uh, this one starts off with some like spacey guitar arpeggio kind of things with some ahs going on. The background is kinda of some some vocal sampling kind of bits going through. Uh thirty seconds in though, he kinda of counts in a beat and it kinda of gets this like it's upbeat, it's almost like a funk guitar kind of yeah rhythm going on. Um
1: I got a it, beachy vibe.
0: Yeah, like, it's definitely like like summer, like western kind of like not really surf rock per se. Yeah, no. But kinda of, kind of like islandy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but then it, it it comes and it goes very quickly. It's a pretty <laughs> short song.
1: Yeah, this song's like a minute and a half long. Which, yeah, you know that that's been a thing lately. Like other than the Chevelle album, like with we have been
0: Br- doing a lot of like short song albums.
1: Yeah, with Ray Brown and Still Woozy, it's which I mean I guess that fits with if if that's their <laughs> vibes led you to this album. That kind of kind of tracks.
0: Yeah, that was not my intention, but yeah, but maybe maybe subconsciously. It was, but, uh, yeah, lyrically this one, I, I, the feeling I get from his lyrics is that he's saying that love is impermanent. So who cares if we break up? I just need to find someone else to love me. Kind of just like this, not really like animal instinct kind of thing, but just like acknowledging that like, yeah, it happens. Breakups, breakups happen, whatever. Let's not dwell on it. Let's just have fun while we can kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. I saw this as the aftermath of, the last song where he's talking about pushing all these people away that are trying to be close to him. Mm -hmm. And then at this point he's talking about how love doesn't, he's kind of dismissing it as just an idea. And he's talking about just needing another lover instead of like, he's trying to get people to fill the void that he's created by pushing the people who are trying to get close to him away.
0: Yeah. He's, he's pushed everyone away and now he needs distractions or he's turning to distractions at least to try to like, keep himself off the fact that he's pushed everyone away. Come on, man. <laughs> but always in the back of his mind, he's going to he's gonna be thinking about the people he pushed away and trying trying not to think about them. But they're, they're always going to be lingering there in the back of his mind.
1: Yeah. You know what's in the back of my mind, track number seven.
0: <laughs> Just titled Back of My Mind. And now
1: it's in the front of my mind because we're talking about it.
0: <laughs> That's how that works because brain brains don't actually work like that but yeah no they
1: they don't but minds do minds are different than brains
0: that's true that's true it's more of a metaphor metaphorical kind of deal when you're bringing things to the front boom
1: so so his voice at the beginning of this song it reminds me of one of the guys from 303 but i don't Hmm. know if that's me misremembering how they sound
0: or i don't know i feel like that might be that might be a valid comparison it's just his voice, a, yeah I haven't listened to a lot of 303 so
1: I haven't either except for the one album where they had the golden hands on the front of it uh, I can't I remember what realize. it was called I feel like it was like California something but the I only, I,
0: I think the only song I've ever heard by 303 is the uh don't what it was called don't trust a hoe
1: I think I it might have a
0: hoe
1: don't that's that no it was don't
0: don't trust a Ho. Don't trust me. Something no, like that. No, because the hoe won't trust me. That's Cause a yeah. hoe won't trust me. Yeah. See, I do not even. I don't even know the fucking hook of the song that I've heard. By yeah. them. That's how That's... out of touch with them I am.
1: Oh my god, that was such a long time ago. That was.
0: That was probably like 2009. Oh my god. 2008? Maybe. Dude, oh 303
1: god. was just on a remix of Friday with Dory oh, really? Electra. Yeah, and I mean Rebecca Black and. Somebody else that I don't remember, her name.
0: We'll we'll talk about that after. Yeah. that's 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 not here. We're not talking about three o three. We're talking about two feet. Uh, but yeah, I maybe maybe he sounds like one of the guys from three o three. Maybe I can't make that claim because I don't I don't know a damn thing.
1: I shouldn't but, make that claim. But
0: I did. <laughs> well, you already did. So keep on talking.
1: Um, but yeah, so I mean, I I like his voice. I listened to that whole album from 303 that just going, it wasn't meant to be a jab. It just was something I thought about, but the song, it gets a really like watery feel whenever kind Mm -hmm. of the plucky guitar comes in. I mean, the bass is super heavy, like pulsing throughout the entire song. And it's just a very like head boppy type song. Like it makes me want to, I'm, I'm bopping my head right now. If you all can't see, <laughs>
0: they they cannot because we are not recording video. Ah, shit!
1: <laughs> but I, I like I like the music in this song a lot. The only thing I have any qualms about is around two minutes. He throws in some of those like hand claps, like the tr- <laughs> and it's just for like a second, like a literal yeah. second. But whenever I heard him, I was like, "What." And just as soon as they came, they were gone. And I was like,
0: "What? <gasps> what just happened?" Just a little, just a little splash, splash, yeah. claps. And I was just like, "Where did that come from? And where did it go?" <laughs> but yeah, overall, this one like uh, seems, to, at least from my experience, to be one of the more like quintessential Two Feet sounding tracks with like the clean bluesy guitar licks, the really thick kind of uh, electronic bass that you you mentioned, kind of sound beats. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. Like this is very much his style of music, yeah. which is this kind of, I said he kind of like, I guess he doesn't stick to that style as often as I'm making it seem, I guess, because I haven't listened to a lot of his lyrics or a lot of his, his songs. I mean, um, but the ones that I tend to favor are kind of this. so maybe this is just the style that he does that I like, but it's, it's kind of good, I guess, in ways that he doesn't just stick to the same kind of formula And that he kind of like allows himself to experiment from track to track and then kind of still brings it back in every now and then just because he probably likes it as well. But I don't know. That's kind of, kind of fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like it. So as long as I like it,
0: then I mean, (laughs) that's all that matters to you.
1: That's all that. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters (laughs) to me. As long as I like it, I'll listen to it. And if I don't, then whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lyrically, this one, it seemed like it was further developing, developing the struggle with a toxic relationship that we mentioned uh, a couple times throughout the album where he like, he feels like he's better without them, but there's something in the back of his mind that just, that's still dwelling on them. And he, he wants to still like spend time with them, even though he knows it's a bad idea and he feels better when he's not doing that.
1: It. Yeah. It's like the addiction type feeling right. where when you're in a relationship, I, I guess it was last episode. I had said something about like, the extreme breakups that are like over the top. And usually those come at the end of these types of relationships. And you always see people in those types of relationships getting back together because, and this is the reason people who need to take some sort of emotional stabilizing medication, never take their medication. (laughs) And it's because it is the human condition to always trade some sense of calm semi-stability if it is lesser for the high wild extremes of like a crazy relationship at least till you get to a certain point but it's like i mean it's like the people that don't take medication when they should like i said like it's you you would much rather feel insanely good and have to pay for it by feeling insanely bad or at least that's that's what you're used to Like nobody
0: wants a boring middle of the road path. Exactly. But that's what life is. It's just the boring middle of the road. (laughs) But uh,
1: yeah, it's, I I don't know. Like that's kind of the vibe that I get from the relationship in this, where he's like, I don't know. You could conflate it to like being addicted to smoking cigarettes where you're like walking down the street and you're like, I'm doing so fine. I feel great. It's amazing. Everything's (laughs) great. And then you see like a gas station and in your head, you're like, I would have gone in there and bought some, and then you keep walking a little bit more, and you're like, "You know, I'm gonna go
0: back and buy some cigarettes."
1: No, it, you up until the moment that your feet turn, you're convinced. You're like, "I'm not doing this," and then all of a sudden, it's like your body takes over,
0: and you're just. Like, Boom! Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I've never, never smoked a cigarette in my life. Healthy lungs, humble brag. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, man. I don't know if I have healthy lungs per se. I've inhale a lot of secondhand, but.
1: Well, you know that's. Wow. I don't know. The jury's out on that kind of. Except it's kind of not. But you know.
0: Well, it's the same old song.
1: Yeah, pa- part one.
0: Part one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's called part one. I don't think there's a part two. Uh, track number eight is what we were discussing. It is called same old song. SOS part one. Yeah. In parentheses.
1: Um, which... Dude, that wompy synth though. Like it's it, pretty wompy. It's, it's got some <laughs> wompy synths. Yeah, it's,
0: it, he brings back those like low, low brass stabs too, which just adds to the womp. And uh, he has a descending chord progression, like you called out at the beginning. Yeah. it's kind of dark and ominous in this track. Um, but it's just I don't know. It it's there's kind of a, di- a dichotomy where like the music is so like dark and and wompy and, and ominous, but he's still playing his guitar, which is very clean and very like picky. I yeah. guess like like you said and it just kind of like it kind of floats around and it's, it's just smooth in, in contrast.
1: Yeah, he he does have some pretty smooth guitar. Like uh, it's very, I don't know, I guess it gets really like bright yeah. is, is a word that I can say to describe that sound.
0: <laughs> it is an adjective <laughs> to describe sounds.
1: But I feel like with all the horns, especially the descending chord progression with the horns that kind of calls yeah. back again to uh, babe, I'm going to leave you. I mean, I know... There's plenty of other songs that do that. Bing, That's bing, bing. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave you.
0: We need to talk about a Led Zeppelin album sometime.
1: I think we need to take that out of our video because we are such a copyright, copyright. copyright strike.
0: <laughs> Fuck it. We're not getting any ad revenue anyway. <laughs> That's true. We we've already used, did get copyright strike. We've, we've one. used literal samples of songs. So uh, whatever.
1: But yeah. So like it's a good ending to the song or to the album because of how like big and boisterous yeah. parts of it are, but I mean, like it cuts in with his guitar, but it's, I feel like it's a fitting big end to the album. It's a,
0: it a pretty dang good ending. Uh, lyrically, there's not a whole lot going on in this one. <laughs> it's another one of those kind of simple thing where he just sang, sing the same line over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and I, it kind of like he's, he's saying that he sings the same old song and asking if his girlfriend or ex or whatever can sing along with him, which is kind of, tying in the whole theme of being stuck in a cycle with it where he's like if the last song was like he's he's realizing that he still needs them, he needs that kind of drive or, or that kind of addiction kind of feeling. And this is the one where he's back in it and he's like, hey like I'm back. We're we're doing this thing again. We're keep making <laughs> the same fucking mistake over and over again because I need it in my life kind of a thing. Poor
1: dude. Poor, poor anybody dude. that's I mean not I don't know, not poor anybody. Like, I guess it's it's, it's a, a sucky situation. Yeah, just poor everybody. <laughs> like, not even people that are in this situation. Poor everybody. Yeah, but,
0: Existing's exhausting, like you said.
1: Yeah. It's it's that feeling whenever you're just sitting there and you're like, why is it just hard to breathe all the time? I feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm just out of breath. I have no energy. All I've been doing is sitting here. Joy, I just lost you. Yet, right yet somehow, this cosmic joke that I've been placed into is you're just... back.
0: I lost you for a second.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you meant, just meant like, you're back in that depression that I, I knew you whenever I met you. No. The, <laughs> you're back there. The cut
0: out. Uh, we're going to wrap this up quickly because Joey's internet is being fucking now and I'm scared that we're going to lose it. Okay, see you. Um, <laughs> just like that. Bye. <laughs> uh, but no, like overall, what do you think about the album?
1: I, overall, I like the album. Like it's it was what i wanted to listen to this week and Hell listening yeah. to it actually made my decision for next week's album pretty hard but i decided to go in a different direction
0: but okay well what dir- what direction did we go what are we what are we listening to this week
1: we're listening to the album horse jumper of love by the band Horse Jumper of Love. <laughs> I tried to say both of them in the same...
0: No, the it's same. fine. I'm, I'm going to edit it to where I'm going to back and it the first time and paste it over the second. Yeah. So it'll uh, be exactly the same.
1: But, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. It's a little... It's, it's a got cool some, album. It's got some slow stuff. It's got some faster stuff, kind of. It's
0: kind uh, of indie. Does it have horse jumping songs?
1: You know, it has... It's <laughs> going to be exactly like Hold Your Horse is...
0: No boy. <laughs> is, is Zach Hill involved at all? <laughs> he is
1: super involved. No, he's not
0: <laughs> at all. Well, maybe I'll hate this a little bit less than that one, then. Wouldn't that's... that be sick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I just hate each album you introduce me to a little bit less every time, eventually we'll get somewhere good, right?
1: Yeah, eventually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's not this week. It's not next week, hopefully. Well, wait, that's that seems to imply that I want it to be a shitty album, but I don't. I don't <laughs> want that. Um, I don't fucking know listen to the album with us we're gonna be listening to it this week yeah. hopefully I love it hopefully Joey loves it I mean I guess Joey at least likes it if he's yeah. sharing it but yeah. we'll fucking talk about that next week as we do on this podcast every week called Feedback Loop forever forever <laughs> uh, leave us some comments if if you have gripes with how shitty we recorded this episode while well, we got off on tangents way too often and spent 30 minutes talking about one song yeah um, <laughs> and whatnot um, or just our constant referencing of led, led zeppelin i mean yeah. if you hate what you what you heard let us know if you love what you heard awesome let us know that as well because morale's a real thing that we need to, to yeah. balance <laughs> but uh yeah fuck it until next week uh stay in our feedback
1: see ya